Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare. For the mothers who are flying by the seat of their mothery period knicker pants. <laughs> Hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. That's right. And we're here today to talk about being judged because it's a thing. It is a thing. It's a shit thing, but it's a thing. Definitely a thing. So, y'all want to talk about mama? Hit it. That's what I'm talking about. Wait. Okay, now, from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. you want to say to me? What you want to say to me today? I should know. <laughs> so inappropriate. I feel like I want to put you for sale out on Anzac Highway what or something. Mean? I think most people would benefit from having a bit of Tam in their life. <laughs> Just coming out with random stuff at any given moment. Always. Probably. Actually, I'm not putting you on Anzac Highway. I'm putting you on Gumtree. Actually, Marketplace, that moves things faster. <laughs> Chanel is like I want to fill in space a lot. Like I have this problem where if I'm talking to that. someone and it's not like I'm awkward but I just – it's like there's silence and I feel like it needs to be filled. So instead of saying something or just letting the silence happen – I can't do that either. I sing something weird, which, which is, is why, even weirder. No <laughs> one wants to hear that. Which is why it's strange we're doing a podcast together because none of us can get it – or either of us can't get a word in edgeways. I know. That's right. Well, I'll be sold soon so don't worry. <laughs> This episode is Judgment Day. So we're going to talk about Judgment Day. Judgment Day. We judge, we are judged, it's Judgment Day. As parents, there's a lot of judging going around. Is there not? From, Everything. From who? Who are we being judged by? Oh, apart from Bloody our everybody. Mm. We unnecessarily sometimes judge ourselves, which is why I think it's something we need to practice to think a different way because it comes very natural to judge especially the older generation as well. So here's a little story oh, for you. okay. Hit me with it. Hit you with it. So I was in the doctor's surgery with Ollie. He wasn't very well. And you've got people sitting in the chairs, a lot of, few oldies about, right? And there was a guy sitting there and I, I feel like his name, I want to call him Ron. Right? Okay, because he was old. He was older. This is what he looked like. So but he's a chunky, a thicker setter. Thicker setter? Chunky. He was, a, chunky. he was a chunky bloke. He had white socks, really white socks, pulled up halfway. Blessed. Right? He had the New Balance sneakers, the real white ones with a bit of the blue. He had some cargo shorts. I've got them. That sounds like me. Why was I in that? Maybe it was me. <laughs> yeah, it was you, Why me. was I the chunky Are bloke? Are you Ron? You're not Ron. <laughs> and a white polo. Yeah, okay. He had some I've glasses. The, he had yeah. a mo. He was balding. Mm-hmm. On top, short okay. hair on the sides. Love him already. This is Ron. Well, I didn't love Ron. No. So, so he's looked over at this mother sat there 
in the doctor's surgery with her son. Now, her son is on her phone. She's just kind of sat there having a moment of peace. Because you're waiting for ages. That's the worst waiting. place, yep. doctor's surgery. It is because um, there's germs everywhere. You don't want to send them over to the toy section because it might pick up something else. And a lot of them don't have the toy section anymore Correct. because of the COVID sitch. So they don't want to sit there and read pamphlets about pap smears because that's weird. <laughs> oh, come on. There's or badges everywhere cough. in there. <laughs> <laughs> they'll click onto it when they're teenagers. They'll be like, oh, I'm reading the Papsman <laughs> pamphlet. Doing research for mum, but secretly looking at Fanny. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's... Um... You are dreadful. So anyway, the, this mother is having a moment to herself quietly and her son is looking at her phone. Now, who cares what he was looking at? He was on the phone. No. Ron is sat there looking over. He's twitching in his seat. He's not happy about Shaking it. His he head. didn't know what to do with it. He was just like looking and kind of oh, making a bit of a grunt sound and whatever. Anyway, this lady has been called up to go into the doctor's yeah. surgery with her son. And she's grabbed him by the hand. She's walked in. The poor little sod's not feeling well, hence why he's in the doctor's surgery, all right? Okay. He's been waiting for this woman to just leave so he could turn around and go, well, in my day we never had phones, did we? To you. To To, you. No, no, to the general public in the surgery. Oh, just like everyone. Who would listen? captive audience. Ron was willing to tell anyone who would listen. Wow. We didn't have that in my day. We'd have to sit there, wouldn't we? We had to wait. And then he he roped in a couple of the old biddies that were sat on the side and they went, oh, yeah, no, we didn't have that. No, we didn't. I thought, don't ring them into it. But anyway, you did and they agreed with you. Get off your soapbox, Ron. And I did, <laughs> because I thought to myself, just leave her alone. She's in the doctor's surgery. Her son's sick. She needs a moment to herself. She's given him the phone. He was probably on it for, let's say, 10 minutes and he sat there. He's just, he is desperate to, to give say. his version of what's going on, his opinion that it, he thinks it's unnecessary for kids to be on phones. Well, can I give you some I advice? I could see him. He was itching in his seat. You know what you say to these people next time someone makes a comment? You say, are you telling me if you were that boy's age back in your day that they had phones, you would not be on a phone? Correct, Ron. Right? You t- if mums had phones back then, they wouldn't be going, oh, hello, it's 1955. We don't need those phones. Put them away, <laughs> silly old things, because our culture doesn't like phones. I've never been invented. But sit there and please twiddle your thumbs and read the pap smear pamphlet. Read no, the pap smear pamphlet. They'd be pap- like, ow, how's yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that we voice to was, yes. it, it went from <laughs> 1950s to like some queen thing. Terrible. But you got the picture. Ron was sat there twitching and maybe he was twitching because that's why he was seeing the doctor. I don't know. For his nervous twitch. <laughs> I'm here when he comes in. I'm here to see a doctor for a, you know, a <laughs> I'm referral. <laughs> I need a referral to a psychiatrist because I keep judging people. I was more thinking he had an itch somewhere that he couldn't. Oh, scratch. I don't know. Like he was there. Anyway, who cares? I've got an itchy bum, guys, and I'm just having a bad morning and I'm taking it out on the little kids. Well, Ron was, look, he executed asshole behaviour. That was just unnecessary and I felt really sorry for this mum and he was making it glaringly obvious by his body language that he was disapproving of her choices of what she did in a time of need. Do you think we we need to come up with some a sort of a bank of responses? Like should we pull people up on this or do we leave them to it? Are we not going to change their mind? Do you know what? I... I'd like to think I would have pulled him up, but I was also sat there with a sick child. So you know, it wasn't your fight. It wasn't your battle. No. And Ollie was just, he's too, he just wasn't in the mood for anything. He was just cuddling me and that was fine. But let yep. me tell you, if he was willing to sit there and watch a phone without crying, mm-hmm. I would have handed him that too. So we've talked about oldies judging. What about people in our own generation judging? Oh, well, they're everywhere, aren't Correct. they? Correct. So there was um, a well-known, let's say, personality on Facebook that decided to say this statement on Facebook. But I think the way he said it and the response he got, he would have gone, oh, shit. Yeah, you'd go, if, you're gonna, if you're going to put it out there, you really need to. If you're going to judge something generally on Facebook, you've yeah. got to be willing to accept a whole heap of shit. That's right. And I think he was wanting everyone to come back and go, yeah, you're right. And support right. him. And they didn't. They went back and said, fuck you for judging which is great anyway so he put on facebook he goes as i'm sat in the airport i look across and this mother is sitting there reading her book while her son is on the ipad Mm. where have we lost the ability to connect where have we lost the ability to have a conversation with our child why is it all about screen time 
post. Right. So right. he's making – yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So what's happened there is – Every mother, note to mankind, has gone, well, let me tell you what I think of that. Yeah. First of all, you were sat in an airport and an airport is not a nice place for children. Okay, if you've got granny flying in from somewhere or whatever, but if you're sat there in transition for another flight, which is what this mother was, you don't know why she's given her son that, plus the poor young lad probably just wanted a second to himself and one mother wrote on there – Actually, I have an autistic child and the only way I can get him to sit still while he eats some food is to watch his favourite show on the iPad. And he kind of was like this guy that wrote this full taking a back seat. Yeah. Oops, shouldn't have said that. And I thought, well, yes, you shouldn't have said it because you are sat on your own piece and you're on your phone, which is why you've updated this ridiculous status. Yeah. And I thought to myself, wow, like don't do that. Don't shame her for using something that is at her disposal for allowing her to either have a minute's peace or whatever. Like we're talking about the doctor surgery, we're talking about the airport, we're talking about the shops, places that are hard to keep kids in line these days. You know, and you're tired. It's Everyone's okay. freaking tired all the it's time. It's okay to just let it ride. I think screens are one of those things. It's like a big bone of contention because – Obviously, it's everything in moderation. Yes, of course, you don't want your kids to be living off the screens. No. But I've had like during that COVID lockdown, yeah. we had a fair bit of screen time. Well, hello. Trying Same. to do the, you know, a bit of education and then, at home. <laughs> the paradox of this, right? I usually do no screen Monday, no TV Monday. So nothing, Jesus right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know, because I was trying to be, oh, you know, like, look at me, smug, smug, smug. And it makes me feel good for the rest of the week. How did that turn out? Well, no, it's good. It works. And then it works until like four o'clock. <laughs> Yeah. I know, when they come home from school and then da, 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 and then around Because they're not even home. No, they're not even home. <laughs> Shush, but I mean in the evenings. But then it gets to six o'clock and I go, well, you've been really good. You can have a bit of TV. <laughs> Which doesn't make I'm any with sense. the TV. Or I'm making dinner because they hang off me. I like, know. I mean, Tell I'm me not, about it. Which is lovely because when they're teenagers, I'm going to be like, where are you? Come I and totally hang out watch, with me. But. watch shows like Bluey and that. I go, I love these things that are being instilled in their little minds. This yes. is good. Or or some other show, like there's um, there's one, there's a, a show called Little Jane Because and it, it talks about the – Indigenous Australians or like the communities, Summer loves it. She loves that they talk about country and they, oh, yes, I they saw talk that one about, you know, respecting the land sure. and love, love for the for country and the animals and what they learn and brilliant. It's actually her favourite show. She oh. loves it. How they help a joey, yeah. you know, and then they talk about what the joeys need from their mums and the milk and all. It's just it's brilliant. Education it's really good. There, so, yes, it is screen time, but I'm just like, that is great, Summer. You get into that, you watch it. On repeat, if you need, I'm going to just go in here for a minute, oh do gosh. what I need to do. Actually, yeah, exactly. My favourite thing is actually to cook dinner, then I put up my, my phone and watch on Netflix like Shit's Creek while I have a glass oh, of yeah, wine yeah, and I yeah. cook dinner. And that's when they have to go away from me. Okay. <laughs> Um, I love that. Haven't been with you all day. Now mum's watching Shit's Creek. Go away. Oh, mum's watching Shit's Creek again. And then Skylar, I'll turn around and she's like a Chucky doll. She'll be standing behind me watching it. I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, nothing. I'm like, you're creeping me out. Okay, yeah, yeah. you need to move. No, you can't watch this. There's naughty adult things, which I shouldn't say because then she wants to watch it. Yeah, it's totally. Get her one little eye yeah. and look around. Oh, look, you're not watching porn. It's okay. Have you um, had any of your kids come in whilst you've been doing the nasty? No, I haven't. And um, it's going to come. It's going to, yeah, oh gosh, I hope it never does. But oh. even Dan will give me a hug in the kitchen. Yeah. And someone will be like, stop, don't, don't. She, she doesn't like it. Yeah, she doesn't like it. Get your hands off, Mum. <laughs> or they try and get in between you. Yeah, they it's do. so funny. She used to say things like family cuddle and she'd run over and oh, then Dan yeah. would, and I would melt. We'd be like, that's the most beautiful thing ever. Now she just wants to separate us completely. Yeah. And don't kiss, don't do anything. We get in big trouble. That's we, so we, cute. We, Wolfie know. wants to marry me. He goes, I'm going to marry you, Mummy. You're my wife. <laughs> I said, well, we can't. And then we had this big, I gave them a lecture. Like that, that's wrong. How you can't marry family yeah. and how you've got to marry friends. Oh, thing, you know? I did that so. with Summer. So she now wants to marry her best friend, Sarah. Yes, And then I right. said, you can't marry Sarah. So she said, I want to marry Sienna. Well, she can marry Sarah. Well, she can marry Sarah. But she actually she can she marry can. Sarah. Yes. <laughs> she can. She's like, yeah, because I did that same thing. Well, if he goes, I marry Hugo then, my friend Hugo. And I've just gone, yes, you can. I've done the opposite. I've gone, yes, you can marry Hugo even, if that's what you want. I didn't even, I thought you to can myself, marry I don't know what to say. But the way she said it was, well, if I can't marry a family member, I'll just marry my friend. 
Yeah, that's right. Brilliant. I totally agree, lady. And I've said the same to Wolfie. <laughs> if you marry Hugo, fantastic. I like Hugo's parents. It'll be good. I'm imagining this whole life with this gay son. I'm very excited. Or bisexual, whatever you want, whatever. But something exciting, I'm like, yay, celebrate. Can I, I, I've got a friend of mine that his parents were actually hoping he was gay and when he came out as straight, they were disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, I know. She wanted a gay son. He's like, sorry, sorry about it. Oh, but it, yeah, I'm I mean, look, it's probably still pretty hard going through that whole uh, mm. transition of being a gay kid and then having to come out. That's, I mean, I know it's a lot more accepted, but it's yeah, probably but very it's still hard. still got to make sense in their head first. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Regardless of, of anything else. Again, it takes, like what we were saying before about that village, probably that village of trrusted, close, loving people mm. that make them feel safe no matter what decision they feel That's right. of Normalize anything. It. Yeah. And that goes from if little boys want to do dancing. They might not be gay at all, but they might actually love dancing and that's great. I've enrolled Wolfie in dancing, by the way. Good. I hope he likes it. Good. Mm. He's got to wear bike shorts. Cute. <laughs> Tight ones. I can't wait to see it. His little chicken legs. Yeah, he's got little skinny little legs. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I have a feeling there's obviously not going to be many boys in the Bunch. class, I reckon. <laughs> and if he's the only boy, I'm just hoping he still wants to do it and he yeah. sees. Because I'm thinking if you're a, a straight man, boy, guy, whatever, male, <laughs> if you're a straight male, <laughs> go into dancing. Do you know how many chicks that you're going to pull? Wow. Oh my this God. Is and you, the body you the get smart. as a dancer. You're Hello, win- hot stuff. You're winning on all. Do you, oh, yeah. Do you know these guys, the, yeah. you know, surrounded by beautiful dancers all the time? Come on. True. They're the ones laughing at all the non, like, stiff white dudes who can't dance, you know. Who, who are on the building site with all these other blokes. They yeah, go, well, yeah, yeah. your career choice. Yeah, good one. <laughs> what one did you pick, mate? <laughs> Look at me. I'm spinning <laughs> whilst balancing two yeah. women on my head. You do that. <laughs> you know. Have your iced coffee. Yeah. And that's nothing against tradies. I quite like tradies too. So that brings us on to stereotyping, right? Boys doing girl things and girls doing boy things and all that sort of thing and other parents judging. Yeah, exactly. And other kids judging look, as well. Look, the kid's okay with it. It's mm. the parents that chime in with their unnecessary beliefs on the way things should look. That's right. I was at a party with Summer. There was little girls running around everywhere having a great time. It was a frozen party. Elsa and Anna. Oh, how unusual. By the dozen. My daughter chose to be Elsa. That's her absolute favourite. How That's unusual. Fine. How unusual. <laughs> Nothing like a party with like 20 Elsas running around. Like seriously, could they not were, one person be were, Olaf? she would. <laughs> and there was another guy there and he had his two sons and they were jumping around on this big jumping castle and they were kind of thing having a great time. And they were talk- he was talking to me, you know, a few little side words, yeah, funny, funny kids, you know, look at them like just jumping around, like, you know, so much energy. I said, yeah, it's great. I said, my little one's asleep at the moment. I said, you know, funny enough, his favourite toy is his sister's doll pram. And he looked at me like I should be ashamed of myself. Oh, He was like, really? He, he, do you know what followed? What? Turned around and he goes, Oh, really? And then my eye, one eyebrow came up. Oh, you did the eye pop. I did the eye <laughs> oh, pop. scary. Scene. You're doing it now. It's very scary, Chanel's face. I, to I was like, don't come at me and my little boy saying that he shouldn't play with a pram because, first of all, he's got an older sister. Did you rant? Does this old rant come I after the really? I just, I t- all I said to him was, well, you know what? I said, all toys are a fair go in our house. Yeah. And I said, if he wants to play with something that he sees his sister have so much fun with, then go for it, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. And then I called him a fuckhead and walked off. I didn't do oh, that. I wish. <laughs> oh. Just told him, like, st- stood there right there and kicked him square in the balls and walked off. Wouldn't that God, have been just, great? It would have been crazy. You would have been a crazy like woman. Anyway, so he did insult my son. And do you know what? Yeah, Ollie's got trucks too. That's fine. But the pram's got wheels. For whatever reason, he wants to play with the pram. It doesn't matter. He also grabs Summer's dolly and puts it in there. He I wants, think a, he that's wants another. Lush. He wants another brother or sister. I reckon. Yeah, yeah and get one. <laughs> Woo! That, you know what? Dan is really great with that kind of stuff. Just allows the kids to. It seems to be okay if Summer plays with his trucks, but it's almost in society, it's not okay if Ollie plays with her dolls. Well, same with dresses, right? Girls can wear so much stuff. Boys are get stuck with pants and shorts. Exactly. Bit boring. I know. You know. It's funny. It's a funny thing with also like when you really get down to it, 
It's a piece of material Correct. that you're putting on your child. Just and the let stigma it go. attached to that piece of material, that's essentially what it is. Correct. Is unbelievable. It's ridiculous. If you put a boy in a pink dress and took him to kindy, you'd get I'd some got sort of every sideway something. look. Yeah, you would. And I mean the kindy teachers yep. I'd like to think would be, hey, let's have a conversation about this just so I where they can be yeah, on the same yeah, page. Yeah, It'd yeah. be very supportive. But it's 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 crazy, isn't it? When it I is when you crazy. really think about it. Because yeah. I feel like as mothers some of us feel a little bit more at ease if our boys are doing boy things like jumping off the sofa or playing with trucks or or loving the colour blue or dinosaurs and our daughters can have a little bit more free reign to play with trucks and dinosaurs because we want them to be these edgy, confident, upstanding females. Mm-hmm. But then we also go, oh, she loves her dolls as well. It's got that early mother instinct. She loves her toys. She loves to be caring and motherly. Mm-hmm. We feel okay like our kids aren't going to get bullied or paid out for doing something that's a little bit left of centre. And it shouldn't be because, as you said, it is a toy, it is a piece of material. So the other day I was playing dress-ups with the kids. Summer had her tutu on. There was two other tutus. So I thought, I said, come on, Ollie, let's let's put them on. Let's have a laugh. I gave him a wand, but the three of us had tutus on and we walked out and I thought, I'm going to set Dan up here. I just want to see his face. So I walked outside and I said, Dan! Come here, we've got a surprise to show you. He's come out the back door. There's the three of us stood in tutus and I thought, I want, want to know what his face is going to do when he sees so you're his ready son to in a tutu. jump on him. I was ready, yeah. I was ready to kind of say, well, you know, don't blah, blah, blah. He turned around, he laughed, he went, brilliant, let me get a photo. And I was like, That's what man. I want to hear. Yeah. yeah. He was like, you all look so good. And Ollie's little face, Summer's face, they were absolutely right. stoked that their dad mm. was happy. Yeah, yeah. I think if that was my dad walking out. Now, my dad's a pretty easygoing bloke, but he probably wouldn't have known what to do if his grandson was in a tutu because he's of that generation. My dad's 60 years of age. Yep. Boys in tutus then were, it just didn't make sense. But I was glad that these new age males seem to be a little bit more accepting of their kids just having a bit of fun. That was all it was. It wasn't like he's now going to start wearing his sister's dresses. And if he does, that's a conversation you have down the line. But at the moment, just let him be kids. Let him have fun. For God's sake. Yeah, it is a bit out of control. You know, so the judging is unnecessary because I think that just, just know that the mothers have got their handle on whatever's going on and are there to support their kids in exploring different things. That's right. You just, it's just about normalising all these things, I think, at the mm. end of the day, isn't it? So, And it's the other kids that are also – what's sad is when, you know, the, your child's doing something, for example. I think we, we do need to focus on boys more. We focus on girls so much, which is great, which we need to do. But the boys kind of – they're the ones that we need to, to make sure they grow up to be these open-minded men, you yeah. know, be good men and have good role models. So. Correct. Anyway, Paul Wolfie will go, you know, if he's a bit vulnerable – he gets picked on for being vulnerable. Yeah, you know, that sucks. Which is sad. And that's how it starts. Then they stop because they're being judged by other kids. You go, Wolfie. I love you, honey. So, yes, telling your kids off in public, Chanel, is something I love to do. Uh, do no, you? No, I don't. I'll I'm take... rooted with embarrassment. No, I get so annoyed. I get even more annoyed that someone's looking at me having to tell them off. In the supermarket, there's always, when they get the little trolleys, which drive me mental because they run with them. I'm like, don't run. Don't run. Oh, did I no, mention? Don't run. Don't run. Don't run. Yeah, you should you tell know. them to run and then they won't. Oh, my God. Anyway, and they're banging it into people's heels and whatnot. But anyway, the worst. And Ron's <laughs> getting really annoyed. Oh, there's like 20 Rons in there going. Oh, in yeah. my day, we would have done that. Yeah, so I was coming out of kindy. You got me ass skill. Can I tell this story, <laughs> Chanel? Wow. <laughs> I think we need to turn Chanel's microphone down. <laughs> down or off? <laughs> right, your Choose story, your... kindy. Go. Fourth time lucky. You sure? Can I talk? <laughs> okay. Right. Just checking. So just first day of kindy, Wolfie starting kindy in the car park and he's gone. He does this thing where he goes right near the road, near the gutter, bends down to like look what's in the gutter and if there's water flowing. Lovely. He likes to put a leaf there, does a little boat oh, race beautiful. thing. But it's not beautiful when there's cars come zipping <laughs> past and his little head's like poking out, waiting like a little, you know, red cone. Hey, come and get me, you know. Anyway, so I've gone, I must have been frustrated this day and I've just gone, Oh, Wolfie, get off the road, you bloody idiot. And I've never I've never called him a bloody idiot. Like I don't go around saying that. It just was one of those days where I was pent up. I would have looked at you like you were some And this, I didn't think anyone was around. This other mum comes out 
And she's looking at me and she's looked at me like, oh, wow. You've Reminder. Tra- you used that word. Let's not, let's not talk to that mum ever. <laughs> I hope my kid is not friends with her kid because she's like a bogan mum. And I was like, ah, looked at her like, hmm. And then I started acting quite, tried to act posh. Yeah. To just let her know that I was not a bogan mum. Yeah. And normally I'm not like that. It was just one of those days. But oh, when people catch you in that moment, dear. it's the worst. I have to make a joke out of it afterwards. I would have I would have started laughing and going, come on, you silly little – I would have to do something. I would have I to know. feel that silence. I would start, be mortified. Yeah, start singing. If someone's naughty, I'm right down to her level and I feel like my eyeballs are going to pop and I'm like, if you do that again, I am going to put Elsa outside tonight to sleep in the cold or something like that. Oh, dreadful, just, but I'm sorry. It's very – you know, that's – That's very Japanese of you. And I say Japanese. Japanese. Yes, because I worked in a childcare centre in Japan and these kids, what would happen was if they did something naughty, there was no yelling, but they'd be very quiet talking in Japanese oh, in a corner. And it's what you just did. It was this uh, – they must have been emotionally manipulating these kids because they'd walk off and cry. And I'd go, what did they say to this kid in this quiet voice? And oh, it must duh, have been oh, that whole thing. Like, Summer never cries. She kind of just looks at me and blinks and then does something else. So clearly I'm nowhere near a threat. But at the same time, I can't handle public displays of my kids being twits. I just can't. The tantrums. <laughs> and I'll go like Ollie, will, he's very vocal. So he'll be in the pram going rah, 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 something like that. And he's pissed off. He's not doing it to, to show how cute he is. He's doing it because he's pissed off. And the oldies will look at me and I'll go, oh, he's just hungry. Or he's due for a nap. I'm having oh, to excuse. Oh, you're justifying yourself. Yeah, because I don't want to be judged. And I don't know why. Why do I care? You just shouldn't push care. your pram out of Aldi and don't worry about it. Yeah, no one cares. As in, as in, But I'm yeah, thinking I don't want to be you know, the mother, because I've, I've been at the shops before and seen the mum that stood at the checkout with her kid losing their shit because oh, they can't no. get the kinder surprise that's there. And don't don't put those things there because the kids want them and then they have to sit and wait for you to load the, the groceries onto the – and that just breeds just bad. These that marketers is bad. are assholes. Yeah, they, they are assholes. They are not helping us one iota. Oh. So I've seen the mum basically sweating, just staring at the approval, waiting for that card thing to say, approved. Can you just hurry up? I'm just going to look at this machine a little bit longer and think that no one else is looking at me, but I know everyone else is because my kid's being an absolute turd. Oh. And – and it is just horrible. And you can see her sweating. And I've actually said to one mum before, I was like, my kid did the same thing yesterday. They yeah. didn't. I could just see her about to crumble. Needing some moral support. And she kind of looked yeah. at me and rolled her eyes and just said, oh, and then kind of walked out. But I thought I just she just looked like she was ready to break. But I've had a lot, you know, in saying that, I've had a lot of mums in that moment when my kids been like that say that to me as well though like a I lot of mums helpful. go I think it's I helpful know, don't worry about know. it that's how you get the look which is nice yeah. you know yeah it is I think it's that say. kind of support where someone is saying I'm not judging because that was me too yeah because it is us at different that times. should be another hashtag me too there should, yeah, there should yeah. be two feral kids. Yeah. But the moment as well when you look at someone else's child and you go, I'm so glad my child's not doing that. But then you forget what it's like when your child does do that. Oh, no, when you look oh, at your look child at that being kid, this that kid model is human. so bad and, oh, my kid's so much better than that kid. Yeah. Have you put them in the car and slammed the door, <laughs> like push them as if like, in you go, push and slam it. Yeah, I've like gone really hard. And, and then you can't hear them and you stand outside the car for a minute and just go, ah, whatever's happening in that car. <laughs> I don't care because they're in there. Yeah. And I would then you I... open it and it's like, wah! Close. Wah! Close. Wah! Close. <laughs> I know, right? Wah! Close. Wah! Yeah. I do the whole, mummy's really upset now. They don't I care. feel like I want to cry. <sighs> Little buggers. I think our worst judge judges, the worst people who judge us is ourselves. Correct. Right? Like you were saying when you're in the, yep. in the you know, people coming pl- out of Aldi. People pleasing. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's the worst. It's heavy. because you work Because it's so, such an unnecessary feeling to feel like you have to put a front on or show that you've got it together in order for other people's opinion of you to feel right. Do you find this, like I say, if your kid's being a bit naughty and they say they hit another kid or they, yeah. you know, then you're like, oh, you tell your kid off. But then sometimes, and I feel guilty of this, if someone hits my kid, I'm like, oh, come on, we'll be, oh, that's okay. Look, it's fine. It was probably an accident. Like I'm justifying the behaviour of the other yeah. kid. It's always my kid who's not really, who's always at fault, put yeah. it that way. Yeah. You know, what did you do? It's 
Yeah, so mm. I feel also there's that whole thing. It is. You know. Yep, it absolutely is. And I feel like it's a lot easier said than done when people say, look, you've just got to click unsubscribe to what people think about you. Yeah. I think it's ingrained in us, and we have spoke about this before, that we are, we are wired to want people to think of us in a certain way, want people to think that we've got our shit together at Mothers, that we can multitask, yeah. that our kids are We have them under control. I don't mm. just shove them in front of an iPad. Oh, yeah, so that's a really good response, Chanel. So next time they're screaming and Ron says, well, I can't control your kids, he said, well, at least I don't have a bloody iPad and, you know, yeah. shove that in front of them. What yeah, should I do, that Ron? that would have been good. What? Tell me what to do, Ron. Yeah, what do I do now, Ron? What did you do with your kids? He oh, would've... that's right, you were never there. <laughs> I didn't watch his face. You were working the whole the time. time. And then at the bar. You were gone at seven and home at seven. <laughs> you weren't there. What did you do for your And on the kids, weekend Ron? you mowed the fucking lawn. What did you do, Ron? Then Ron Through the roses. And Ron turns around and he goes, I volunteered in Africa for 20 years <laughs> for all the orphans. So I know what hard times are, all right? Oh, my God. Shit. Poor Sorry. God. Okay, yeah, Ron. Know, all Ron. right. Look, all right. lady, down, put the phone away. Don't let your son watch it. Ron's got a point. Okay? We all happy? Yeah, Okay. The, the one that's not happy is the sick child, but don't worry about that, Ron. I know. What about the kid? What about the kid? What I couldn't get over with was the kind of the grunting of, oh, yeah, bah. Oh, he's probably grunting because of his itchy bum. <laughs> not because of the kid. He's like, oh, oh, my piles. Oh, my. Oh, oh. disgusting. My, my, I've got my. a visual. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, that is sorry. terrible, Ron. Yeah. Ron's Ron. bum. I'm thinking about Ron's bum. <laughs> it would be kind of saggy, a bit bony. Oh, no, he's chunky, isn't he? Chunky bum. He was bit a, hairy. He's a thicker set bloke. With a bit of a hemi coming Stop. Out. Anyway, couple, going back to this. A couple, maybe six. <laughs> That's why he's like going. Oh, 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 oh. Anyway, I love Rod. I put it. You are going okay. Too place. Yeah. Um, Gumtree, whoever will take you. I'm just going to put make an offer. Good one, lady. The other thing is, I feel when people are judgmental towards me, I feel like it's really helpful. It helps me be a better person and a better mother. Are you serious? Said nobody ever. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> really judgy. Yeah. Look, I like helpful. When you say hints. Oh, thank you, helpful or judging? How are you going to say it? I think if you're, you know what, if you're just a, a vulnerable mother and you share with other people your struggles, mm. then that helps everyone. Oh, that I makes agree. you feel, oh, I feel so much Vulnerability better. Vulnerability is beautiful. Let's all be vulnerable together. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. Except for maybe if you've got Coca-Cola in a bottle, you know, and you're feeding your child Coca-Cola from a <laughs> bottle. It's not good. Have that. But maybe those Too people. Gashy, mummy. People who are doing that, maybe do they not know not that that's bad? Just give them a can and a straw. <laughs> It's no. Anyway, women who judge other women in a hurtful way, stop that right now. Because my immediate thing to say about that is we are pushing for a younger generation of women to make it easier for them. I feel like women before us have before us have paved the way. And I think it's our job as mothers and women in society at the moment where when we are in these kind of leadership position positions, and I believe we're all in leadership positions. Mm-hmm that we need to set a good example for our daughters and sons but our daughters going into motherhood of how they treat other women because it's we're, we're setting it up for them. Yes, So I think it's true. integral that we show a good level of how you be a decent human yeah. and be helpful. Does it count, Chanel, if, for example, sometimes when we go out to dinner, mm. Kai and I like to like find – well, if we see a couple or we see someone doing something, we like to fill in the blanks of what they're saying over oh, the that's, top. Oh, that's hilarious. And it could be sometimes judgy a little bit and we do it in front of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I now, want an example. Uh, example. I don't know. I don't have an example. But usually if there's two people joking around and they're, they're using using really big facial expressions, then you can, you know, insert the conversation like, oh, yeah, mate, <laughs> went out last night. It was a good one. <laughs> totally wrecked. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe not, yeah, in front of the kids. No. But we just say funny things. So is yeah. that, that's kind of judging them. We're assuming they're a certain way, those I people. I think if it's done so lightheartedly and with no malice at all. There may be some malice. That's oh, for God. Well, stop it then, for God's sake. Try to set an example here. I think if you're in the supermarket and you see a mother whose child is losing their shit, don't give them a look of pity. Just give them a look of uh, – just smile at them or say some kind of helpful thing. Of, even if your child is the perfect child who's never chucked a tantrum in their life, maybe tell a white lie to offer another sister a bit of help. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just – 
you can judge to be funny. We've all judged. We, we have do judged. judge. We do judge. You can't That's not fine. judge. Just try not do it with malice. And maybe. To, well, maybe if you think it, don't let it come out of your mouth. And I'm going to go deep here. I think the way we judge ourselves as women and mothers is super harsh. And I think it's really unfair with the expectations we put on ourselves. So we might look at ourselves and say, my body's not good enough. My boobs are too saggy. My lady parts are stretched and horrible and they don't look great anymore. I've got pigmentation. My tummy's got stretch marks. I don't know. I'm just saying things that we aren't happy with what we look like, either since we've become mothers or just in general, we're just not happy with ourselves. And I'm saying that's another way of negative thoughts because I feel like we tell each other things mentally so much more than what we actually verbalise it. It's of course crazy we do. The self-talk. Yeah. yeah. And it's heavy. Like why do we want a body that only 1% of the population has? We know rationally. I think this is the problem, which is another, a whole a whole episode we should do on this, Chanel. Oh. Body, body shaming ourselves. But that whole thing where we rationally know that, that body type is not what everyone has. We should celebrate our bodies. And imperfection is healthy. And all that. We know that rationally. But I think it's so ingrained in our society right. and from growing up, we, we don't care. It. We go, yep, but you know what? I still, I'm on that diet. I still want to be thin if I had the choice you know tomorrow. I had suggested to me because I feel like Google is still listening to the things that I say. Something popped up on Facebook Uh-oh. about doing this. What type of, what is the best workout for your body, body type? Oh, Are yeah. you skinny looking to put on weight? Are you looking to shift a bit of fat? Are you looking for this or that? And I thought, I'll take the quiz. Why did I click? Oh, I no. clicked. Clicked, babe. Uh, yep, yep. And then I had a little man pop up and tell me. A man. About, yep. Oh, even worse. <laughs> and he was really quite good looking too. He was a model and fitness trainer. <gasps> well, they planned that in there, didn't they? His name was Vince. Anyway, he... he you sure Ron, it wasn't Ron? It wasn't Ron. It wasn't Ron. <laughs> Good. Ron's been banished. So Vince came in looking absolutely fantastic, pretty much with his top off, saying this is the body type, this is what you need to eat, you need to eat good fats, these are a list of good fats, you need to eat good carbohydrates, you need to do resistance training, you need to, because this will shift this stub and this and this blah, 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 all this sort of stuff. And then there's all these images flashing up in <sighs> front of me of these women with fucking six packs. And I'm going... Oh, yeah, that would look really nice. I don't have a six-pack. What do I have to do for that? And then he was telling me what I need to do. I'm. Why do we have to do anything? What? Exactly. Google's put it in front of me again and I clickbaited. I was clickbait. I clicked through and looked at it and ingested it and then wanted to have that body and then wanted to know what I needed to do to get that body. Then and then I went off it oh, and felt crap, right? Correct. Yeah. Then the kids were screaming. I had to put them to bed and then I had to switch off from the perfect body I was trying to have and then be a mother and answer several questions about my daughter and then read to her and read to my son to make sure that they need reading, they need reading, do the cards, do something, like help them with their education, then go to bed. Oh, I'm a good tea now. Yeah. Dan's like... What do we do? Tell me. We'll, we'll just do it together or something like that. I'm going, oh, my God. And he's like, I've got to call my parents in the UK. So why don't I do that? And you – oh, my – and then the body situation. That's what I mean. That's the sort of stuff we're dealing with every day of having these moments of I need to look good, I need to be better than what I am. And then it stops and then we do go and do our mother jobs, wife jobs, partner jobs, whatever, our own jobs – and then that kind of thought is laying then dormant on the undersurface. Yeah. And then we have that thought again because we see something else and something else and it is piling on and we're not even asking to engage with that. It's coming hard it's to think of us. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that my breasts will never be what they were before children. They won't be. Unless no. I go and get a boob job, I'm not going to have what I did have. And I either need to choose to love and appreciate that or go get a boob job. And I don't want a boob job. Don't want to. Don't you? Well, then now, now no, by I'm you saying joking. that, now I think I need one. I'm joking. I just don't want to go no. through it all. But, you know, if but there's also nothing wrong with having a boob job Can as well. I, you shouldn't be shamed into no, if you want to have one. Want. Yeah. Wouldn't it be freeing to live in a society where we're not also saying things? It doesn't help when you are out and about and you see someone who's very fit and slim 
and your girlfriend goes, oh, oh, they're amazing. Or, you know, Gina, the one with the perfect body. Or, oh, my God, she looks amazing. Yeah. Why are we always saying she looks amazing? Why is that amazing? Why yeah. can't we be like, hey, let me tell don't you, talk Gina's about it. Gina's got the same struggles that you have. She may be skinny with a good body, but there could be a lot of other underlying issues there psychologically that she's not sharing. But why is that the they, good body? Why are we not... Why? Why are we only looking superficial though? Yeah. She couldn't she might not have a great relationship with her partner. She might I'm just saying everyone has their things. Everyone's got what makes up their life. No one's life is perfect. But we always look to the physical appearance things yes. and think that if you've got the perfect body or the perfect face or whatever, then life's good. No, well, that's right. It doesn't change anything. Because everyone's got their own stuff. Do you know what else? You should watch. This is I'm, This is a really good recommendation. Shrill on SBS. Have you seen that? I haven't. Oh, my gosh. Brilliant series um, with a, a comedian. And all the cast are just real people. They're not all like these Hollywood beauty icons. Yeah. It's, and it's all about that. It's a, a lot about how you perceive yourself, how other perceive, others perceive you in relationships and how you judging yourself um, yeah. affects your relationships and dating and all that and in the workplace. Okay. And anyway, watch Shrill. Get onto it. Do you know what I feel? And this is honesty here. I feel that I'm actually probably kinder to myself after having children mm-hmm. because I know what my body went through and what it what was it capable did. of. Yeah. Then before, when the boobs were sitting at an acceptable height level, you couldn't when put they a, were full. You couldn't put a shampoo bottle under it and hold it there? No. <laughs> I've done that. Have you tried that experiment? No. If you can put things under there, well, you know they're a bit saggy. Lord I've tried dear. to put pencils, a mobile. If you can put a mobile phone <laughs> under your boob and hold it there, <laughs> you should get an award for that okay. that's amazing. I will, I'm going to try that when I get home okay. actually. Okay. Just because I – Just see what you can fit under there. I won't take a picture and show you. Please don't. I might ring you and tell Actually, you. Actually, can you take a photo? So <laughs> post it on Insta. Look what I can do. Um, I just think I'm a bit nicer to myself since then and my body is not as good as it was when I was harsher. Do you know what I mean? When yes. I, when I said when I, I, was, when I was a harsher critic to myself, my body You're, was in better shape yeah. than what it is now after being a mum and now I kind of go, look, it's okay. I'm learning to let go and it takes yeah. time and it takes lots of self-talk and lots of reminding because remember all that time we've spent negatively talking, you've got to spend all that time positively talking Yes, and more so to undo what, what we psychologically are feeling about ourselves. And it's not – I don't believe it's about changing the way women see themselves. I honestly just think just worry about you and what's in your own back yeah. garden. do your thing. Just do, do you. you. But I feel like I'm actually a bit nicer to myself since having kids. you actually got quite ample bosom. It's because it's I'm wearing a decent bra. Oh, well done. Well, that's all you need. I know, yeah. My gosh. No, I know what you mean. I've actually spoke oh, like- to them in the mirror before. I've taken my bra off and gone, it's okay, I still love you. Oh, that's nice. You should talk to your body and your bits. They can be I your friends. I hope Dan doesn't hear me because he'll laugh at me talking to my boobies. And I've called them sweethearts. I'm like, You're a sweetheart, okay. you did a good job. No, don't say that ever. <laughs> I quite like my bum because I didn't have a bum before. Do you talk and to now, your bum? Uh, no. Do you, I don't talk to them. You rub it? Because I don't talk back. Feel it? Um, I pull Take it a side up. glance and go, you're looking I was good, lying in, I was lying in bed the other day and I was lying on in the fetal position and we have the – a wardrobe with a mirror just next to the bed and I pulled my pants down to look at my bum. Why? In the mirror to see what what Kai looks at. I wanted to see from his perspective. Okay, and ha- what did you feel about well, that? Well, when you lift your legs, when you lift your legs up, it actually looks quite good. You know how you bend your legs oh, and yeah, it makes your bum tighter? Oh, yeah, you're tensing your glute. Yeah, that's right. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah, so I looked at that. And then... You've called me a sicko for talking to my boobs and you pulled your pants down and looked at your bum, bum in the mirror. Oh, come on. Someone, you wanted it from your you, husband's everyone, perspective, right? You're the sicko. I'm saying this on this podcast, which is very letting myself, my guard down here. You're not but letting your people down. listening. You've let, you've let yourself go. You at home, uh, <laughs> you've done things where you've like looked at your fatty in the mirror. Oh! You looked at bits and weird bits. No one would ever you tell anyone that. I just did. did that. Well, well done. Okay. How did you feel? Did you then, you know, relay that information to Kai and say... You got some good stuff to look at. Well done, you. I kind of went, oh, you have to look at that. (laughs) See? Negative. No, but not in a negative way because it's a bum. And bums are kind of, if you really think about it, you shit out of the bum. But we love, we we still love these bums. It's weird, right? Like, oh, look at that ass. Mm, I love it when poop comes out of that ass. Like, why are we loving the ass? It's the weirdest thing to love. Ollie and Summer have got the cutest little bums. And I'm wondering when the age is to stop, like, 
you know, smacking it and kissing it and going, oh, so cute. Like after a shower when it's clean, I wouldn't do it anywhere near no. during the day because that's disgusting. But he'll be like wandering around and I'll go, look at you, you little bum. And I'll yeah. go, Mwah, like that. Yeah. And I'll go, when's that weird? Probably when he's 21. <laughs> I'd say, Mum, please stop Let biting me see my your bum. bum, Molly. They go out it's with cute. a girl for the first time, and they, you know, getting down, and you've got like a hickey on your bum. I think you've got. <laughs> well, that's not good. Oh, it's from my mum. Don't worry, she still <laughs> likes to kiss it. That's uh, all right, Janae. Oh. Janae, you know, Janae will run for the hills. Janae will be like, she "See would. you later, yeah, Ollie. You're gross. You've got issues. <laughs> mummy, bummy, not mummy, bitty. Mum loves bum." <laughs> So I was at the park yesterday with Summer and Ollie. Yeah. And I feel like as soon as you rock up, every mother is on high alert. Oh, whatever's right. going on. Now let's suss out the situation. We've got a dad over there on the swings with the kids. We've got a mum over there and a dad with four kids. Like you kind of sizing everyone up. He could take time off, you know, you'd be thinking all these <laughs> things. Anyway, I've rocked up. You've got the you've got a couple of slides here. Summer was waiting to go down the slide. This other boy wouldn't budge at all. He was sat at the top of the slide, wouldn't move. His mum spotted him and went, Jeremy, Jeremy, get down that slide. The kid's going, no, (laughs) no. Jeremy, get down that slide. If you don't go down that, Summer's there standing there. So the fact that she's standing there looking at that mum is making that mum angrier because Jeremy won't shift his ass down the slide. She's then said, right, I'm coming up there, one, a two, and was going up the steps like this. Jeremy went, you'll break the steps, Mum. I thought, Jesus, that's not good for her self-confidence either. <laughs> Again, and then she's so a she's, spiral, so she's shame the, spiral. She's up the top. Anyway, she's clearly bribed him or, or just got in his ear and said, you get down that slide or you get, you know, all your, your tiny teddies are getting thrown in the bin. Jeremy went down the slide. Then she was at a loss. Do I go down the slide and go, you, after I've told my son off, or do I go down oh, the, the stairs? Yeah. So I kind of what did she do? Her. Well, she was stood at the top. She kind of looked at me and I said, just go down the slide. Much easier. She went, yeah, I'll do that. <sighs> down the slide she goes. That was one incident. Then the kids are playing again. There's another one going, Tobias, Tobias, don't you de- That is disgusting. That is disgusting. I don't quite know what he did. Wiping his bum on something. Something. But I said to Summer, don't go near that slide. I don't know what Tobias <laughs> left on that slide. Could you go down the other Can slide? Can I ask you a question? When you're at the playground, um, do you play on the equipment with your kids? Because I do and not many parents do. I mean, not that you have to. I'm not judging. You know what? I feel like my kids are at an appropriate age where they can do it themselves because I spent many a years having to shimmy down those slides where I've knocked an elbow because they're too narrow because they're not built for us. And I kind of go, well, I'm going to sit back for a minute because I've deserved this break now that you're at the age where you can kind of make your own fun. Yes, But you know what? If you want to get up and down those slides and that's fine. I kind of do it sometimes because I actually enjoy it. Disgusting. This sounds like a very angry park. (laughs) I don't want to go there. Then then there's all these grandparents having fun because they've got this wonderful, you know, couple of hours and then they hand the kids back. It's all fine. Yeah, yeah. I think most parks have got a bit of like just – general chaos about them negative energy. and mum's worried about either judging or judging themselves there's some kids sat there eating there's another one pushing another because they want to go down a slide it's just all this stuff so I feel like parks and playgrounds there's a bit of high tension there anyway because yeah, every mother stressful. is like don't embarrass me don't embarrass me just play on the swings how hard is it to play on the swings all these things do you ever do you talk to other parents a lot are you one of those chatty talk to the other parent if the two like kids to happen to yeah yeah yeah. Do you yeah. find dads chat? Because dads are not always that chatty. They no. kind of almost feel out of place in a no. playground, a lot of dads. Yeah. They tend to, you know, they'll be standing there pushing their kid almost like, please, no one talk to me. Please, my kid, don't yeah, do anything yeah, yeah, because I don't yeah. want to have to have a conversation with another person. Well, this was <laughs> funny because I was on my own yesterday, so I really was able to talk to anybody. It was just me and the kids and I was just doing the best version of people watching, which I love to do. That's why, Chanel, you've got to get, go to those parks that have the fence around it. Well, you lock ha- them in and you sit a, outside. Well, true. This had a bit of a fence too. Yeah. But about 20 minutes after, Jeremy and his mum were still there and he'd been placed in timeout. He was facing I thought the- you were going to say he'd been placed in juvie <laughs> uh, by the time that park play was over no, and uh, he's Jer- doing time. Jeremy was sat by a tree having some quiet time. Yeah, parks can be a very, uh, very stressful, high-stress situation <laughs> and I suggest we all lock our children up and never go to a park. And then you stand there and your kids piss their pants because they're still learning how to do toilet training and they've gone down the slide. There's a piss slide. Maybe that's what Tobias did. Yeah, what do you do then? <laughs> you got to get your drink bottle and just or put a little... 
I you do. Well, you're there with your hand sanitizer and a wipe shimmying down the thing. I, le- I couldn't do it. I'd, I'd have to leave. A, I've left a wee in the supermarket before. I was so stressed once oh when Skylar was little and I had Wolfie who was a baby and it was one of those going through with two kids, crazy, crazy, crazy. I was so stressed. Skylar, we'd just put everything through. I was like, oh, my God, let me get out of this freaking shopping centre. And Skylar had weed near like the magazine oh. and a puddle and I've just gone, <laughs> just leave it, just leave it. And I left it. I'm like, someone will clean that up. No one was going to slip on it. I've just gone, I have to fucking get out of here. <laughs> yeah, someone, we paid and we ran. Someone slipped on your child's piss. We ran and I left the yellow puddle there. Isn't that disgusting? But I was so stressed out. Anyway, Ron was probably there. Yeah, Ron would have been shaking his head in disgust. You know what? In those cases, and I actually overcompensate, I go the other way. So instead of, if I'm like, okay, this is clearly an embarrassing situation, so I'm just going to put it all out there. So that it's diff- it diffuses the situation. Oh, no. So I'd be like, oh, you missed a spot there. No. How about that? <laughs> or hopefully he'll do a poo next so he can clean that up too, you know. So I'm, I'll just go the complete other way so it cannot get any worse than the things that I'm saying. And then everyone has a bit of a laugh and then you go off and go, holy fuck. You know? oh, it's it kind of works. I oh, to be. be judged, Chanel, isn't it? Just it's oh, it's, look, it's it's our life. It I is. mean, it's it's human. It's innate that we judge people because we need to judge how we are in relation to other people. It's part of being human, yeah. right? But I think it's you know the I cases think we, we can't fix about, it. We need to. We can just work, rein ourselves in. Yeah, rein ourselves in, and also think a little bit more nicer thoughts towards ourselves and I think if we focus on our own energies of things and don't ingest other people's negative energies like Ron's, he was negative, we didn't need your your two cents worth. So don't click unsubscribe to Ron and pretty much just worry about what's in your own backyard. Unsubscribe, I like it. What an old bastard, (laughs) miserable old git. Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.